Hi there and welcome to the latest monthly episode of the Valencia Property Podcast. Uh, today we're going to explore the top tips that the most important people give to us and those most important people of course are our clients. Those who have already made the move and made their purchase. What do they think are the most important aspects to bear in mind when you're looking for your Valencia property? I sent out a voice note on WhatsApp to our clients and got a load of responses in various accents and of various lengths. Listen to them all, take them on board. Some answers you would expect, but there are other excellent tips too that are more surprising. First of all though, let's take a look at the current market and news and take you through what we've been publishing in the last month. We started the month by comparing living here in Valencia with the current mess that is the UK and the USA. You can see the post in the show notes or by just going to the blog and searching or scrolling down valenciaproperty.com backslash new. We gave an extensive list of problems in the UK as yet again a Prime Minister left office without an election, mostly due to the shit show that is Brexit destroying its disciples. We also looked at the state of the states in the aftermath of the Roe vs Wade overturning and in the midst of the January 6th insurrection hearings, still ongoing as we speak. Valencia looks a really nice place to live with when you compare it with the ongoing disasters and more and more people agree and are joining us here. Our next article was all about the best laid plans, COVID and a summer quiz. And we announced the winners of our quiz in the blog last Monday. Well done to, well done to Matthias, who I actually managed to meet up with and give him his present. Uh, COVID came, saw and conquered this month, getting the whole family and lots of members of the Valencia property team. It meant an article was produced anyway and our quiz came out. Luckily, we came out of COVID without any real reactions, although everyone suffered pretty badly. Such would we won't get it in t- uh, now for a time, or even ever again. Can we hope for that? The next article was all about paperwork and costs for sellers in Spain. This was a rather self-indulgent post because every time we now get asked the question about what sellers have to produce and how much they have to pay, we can just point them towards the post and say, read that. The latest post came in July's heat wave, although how you distinguish a heat wave in Valencia's summer is a moot point. It was all about weather and the property market being hot, very hot. We firstly talked about the weather and what you can do to keep cool both in the short term in the heat and long term regarding changes to your property. And then we looked at the market and what's happening there. Obviously we say click on the show notes to read the full article, but in a nutshell we talked about the hot places for buyers, the slow process of mortgages at the moment and what to do to make sure that the mortgage process doesn't scupper the property deal and how best to find your perfect property, which of course requires you to send us your requirements so we can find it for you. Let me just thank everyone for the excellent feedback on the articles this month and also for sharing them. It helps us if you share them on Twitter, if you share them on Facebook, etc. And also if you point people in that direction when uh, they're asking those questions. The more they're shared, the more people can find help and the more people we can help.
On the property front this month, we've been slower listing properties because we've been so busy and we're coping with COVID and a lot fewer properties have been coming onto the market. We've had the highest number of signings ever in a month for our business and the funnel of future clients coming in is also growing in an almost exponential way. Sitting around in the notary for whole mornings at a time every now and again takes up time and stops us listing properties. However, there are some excellent places on the site and for September we expect to have more places on the site for the influx of clients coming in at that time. We hope to have more choice for you. We've been onboarding lots of new clients with our consultation calls, face-to-face -face meetings and more, but we were surprised last week when we were overlooked by a potential client who chose a different realtor to work with because, and I quote, the agency has an in-house lawyer, so it looks like our costs will be lower. And that is a huge red flag, and I wrote about this on the blog last Monday. Remember that the legacy estate agents are working for the seller, not the buyer. If they have an in-house lawyer, then they're definitely working for the seller. Don't expect any protection for you as a buyer there. It's not a bitter thing, they may have preferred the suited and booted agent rather than our more relaxed way of working. But we still told them, work with the agent by all means, but make sure to get an independent lawyer to defend their interests on purchase. Do not use the lawyer that the agent is providing there. Even when people decide not to use us, it would be sad to see them get scammed or ripped off. And speaking of lawyers, that's one of the most popular suggestions made by our clients when we put out this question to them last week. I uh, want to ask you a favour. Uh, as a person who's bought a Valencia property, um, obviously bought it through us, um, what would be your number one tip to anyone who was going to buy a Valencia property? Obviously the number one tip is use Valencia property, use our business, but no, not that. What would be the number one thing that people need to remember when buying Valencia property in your opinion? So voice notes would be good, but also if you send me just um, a written note about what it would be, that would be cool as well. I can use them in the next podcast. Thanks. And speaking of lawyers, that's one of the most popular suggestions made by our clients when we put out this question to them last week. We got a variety of answers of course, some written and some in the form of voice notes. Lots of the written answers concentrated on the legal aspects and making sure you have a lawyer who you can communicate with and is cleared on the requirements and pitfalls that may happen. We also got one from Sam which said, hmm, don't use my lawyer and get your near before you have already been in the notary for two hours. Yes, that was close. That was a very close shave, Sam. And I agree, I wouldn't use your lawyer either if given a choice. We'll keep that lawyer nameless, shall we? Anyway, let's listen to some of the other answers. And just before we start, you notice in the question I said, apart from choosing us. Well, lots of people put that bit into their answer too. Sorry, I'm not really sorry. I'm really proud of the fact that they did that. Hi Graham, um, to your question, after choosing the best real estate broker, like you are of course, I would say get a very good lawyer or gestor um, in Spanish and after that a good gardener and a pool boy I think. Um, thank you. Abby's right on this. I'd agree regarding the gardener and pool person as you don't want to spend half your holiday getting the pool ready do you? Finn mentioned about being careful with your information sources. 
it's very difficult to give just one piece of information about buying a property in Valencia once you've been through the process. But if I was to offer just one, it would be to try and get really accurate information. By that, I mean, sometimes the Facebook groups, some of the expat ones have information which is, can be a, a little bit misleading sometimes or out of date. And some YouTube videos are either geared towards tourists or English speaking lawyers trying to get your business. So I would avoid those. And what I would do is really gorge yourself on the Valencia Property website's blog. It's so much free information and information which is really valuable about buying or selling if you're into that as well. But um, it's really good information. And once you're into the process with the team, then you get even more valuable information, which I actually trust a lot and really um, I'm very appreciative of. I totally agree. Some of the stuff we find shared online is just ridiculous, especially on Facebook. It's the worst of the worst of the worst. We hope to keep everything on the blog up to date and relevant to people buying now and in the future. And if we can, that serves as very useful for anyone wanting to buy. Aaron talked about trust, as did so many of us before, during and after the purchase. It's a very important thing. Hey Graham, we'd say the most important thing for us was trust. Going in we knew that things worked very differently in Spain and that we couldn't navigate the process ourselves. We needed to believe that our agent was going to try their best to accomplish our goals and no matter how unfamiliar or at times scary this step was, we wouldn't be taking it if we didn't have to. That trust has been important during both the process of buying and renovating. And this issue of trust comes up repeatedly. Mark, Martin and Matthias all talked about it in various ways, along with a few other things. So my number one tip, besides of course, finding a broker and a lawyer that you can communicate well with and trust, is to think through all of the costs, uh, not just the closing costs and the extras um, upon closing, but all the other things you're gonna need to do, especially if you wanna rent short or long term, and calculate all those costs in your initial estimate and think about what it means to get that stuff done in Spain, which unless you're Spanish is a different world than probably every other market in the world would be my guess. That's my number one tip. Um, cheers. Hi Graham. When I think back to the time that we went through the process of purchasing our Valencia property, of course, the most important cog in that whole process was making contact with yourself. But after you had passed this on to the people who would facilitate the purchase, what I would say a key message is, is trust the local knowledge. The lawyer, the banks, and there was actually the people who look after the property because we were not going to be there full time and we, they still look after the property. Trust the local people and their knowledge. Listen to, in particular, through the purchasing process. Listen to the lawyer, 
what he's saying, what he's describing, and think, does it seem reasonable? There's no point in challenging what he says because he's got the local knowledge. So it is go with the local knowledge and don't try and challenge or think that they're out to get you. They're there to help you, trust their knowledge, go with the local guys. That is my lasting memory of the whole process was that I put my faith in these guys and it all worked out well. Hey Graham, uh, I think the number one tip for anybody buying property would be to make sure that you hire somebody who's done this before, right? So make sure you hire a specialist. It's a major transaction, so you don't want to just fly blindly. Uh, if it's something important, if it's uh, something important in my life, I always hire specialists and experts. So that's that would be my number one recommendation, hire an expert. One of the things they mentioned and others also did was orientation and finding out more about areas. Marike, Fabian, Kathy, David and Aldo all talked about the importance of knowing the areas and finding the location. And yes, in this bit you have Dutch, American and Canadian accents. For me, the tip would be to do your homework first. Come for a visit and spend a few weeks in Valencia, research your areas and then get your paperwork in order so you're ready to pounce when you get to go out and actually see properties. Because you need to work out what the Spanish way is first and what to expect from properties for a certain budget so you don't waste your time or Valencia properties time for that matter while you're coming to terms with the local peculiarities. Hey Graham, I hope you're doing well. This is Fabian. Um, a tip I would give someone that's looking to buy in Valencia um, is to make sure to walk the neighborhoods daytime and nighttime and see what the nightlife looks like and what the daytime life looks like. And make sure that everything that you want in a neighborhood is there because um, I think a lot of times as I don't know if you recall um, we changed our minds a lot um, just because we thought we wanted to live in Cabanyal uh, but then when we stayed in Cabanyal we were like oh maybe it's not for us and then we kind of stayed in Rusafa and then we're like oh yeah this nightlife is not for us um, so I think the the best thing people should do And I think before they drive you nuts on kind of like what we did, kind of drive you nuts a little bit, you and David, um, is to explore the neighborhoods first on where they want to be. Um, maybe pick a couple and just walk walk around and just observe and take it in and see if they really like it. And then from there, they can at least pinpoint the neighborhoods they'd like to have something. Um, and I think that would help a lot in the sense of... Um, making sure you know the person or whoever wants to buy a property is in the right location because as you said prior to some of your uh, podcasts that you know location is is pretty pretty um, important because if you don't love your location um, 
most likely you're not going to fall in love with your property in the long term or in the long run. But anyway, that's uh, that's the advice I'd give. Is all right, Graham. I hope everything's well with you guys and and the family. And um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. We're we're in the process of renovating our Valencia home, um, so that's that's in the process. And we're hoping to move to Valencia next March. So maybe we can uh, catch up, um, get a beer or something, or or your bellies with coffee or something. Catch up and and uh, see what's going on. All right. Well, if you need anything else, let me know. Take care. Yeah. One thing you said there. They didn't really drive us mad, but they did change their mind a couple of times, and that was good, because eventually they got exactly where they wanted, and that was the right thing to do. And yes, we will meet up for a coffee with Baileys. That's my favourite. Kathy was unusual in the fact that she had a friend over who was also looking for property in Rona, so they had a brainstorm and came up with the following. Hi there, um, Ronan and I are just sitting here talking, so we were kind of brainstorming some ideas. Um, for me, number one is first get your people in place, because um, yes, Valencia property, but the people you trust. And what did you offer me? You offered me um, people I trusted to show me around, people I like a solicitor, um, a, a bank. I mean, these are all things that were so important was um, getting all your things in place and having the people that you trust to be able to call. And secondly, I think that um, making sure that you have the area that you want. And um, you do that really well in your, um, on your website, but maybe even more than that, like um, what do you want out of the area that you want to live in? Like describe Leliana, describe La Popla, why one is better than the other, why, uh, you know, exactly what you're looking for. Do you need to be close to a town? Do you want to have a view? You know, all those things that I went through that um, were for me really important and I'm able to pass them on to Rona because of my experience. And uh, the next thing that I think is really important is to figure out that like the first thing you should say is how much renovation do you actually want to do? Do you want to walk into something that's turnkey? Do you want to do the renovations yourself? Um, because sometimes when you do the renovations yourself, you get exactly what you want and, and, and it's often better. Um, but I think those are sort of the three key things that were important to me. I hope that helps. Bye. In order of growing importance, I would start with reading the relevant Valencia property blog posts that detail the flow of the transaction. The steps are different than your country of origin. Second, spend quality time reviewing the properties on offer so you can refine what is important to you. When you find the right property, you need to move quickly and it is important that you know what is important to you. Third, and most important, be totally ready. Have your NIA your lawyer chosen, have your 1% and 10% ready at your local bank. This third point is the most important, especially in a seller's market like we have today in Valencia. Good luck.
Graham, I would say maybe uh, do what we did with you that first time we met, which was to visit the various areas around Valencia and understand and put into context what you think your daily life might look like based on the priorities that you have for for what that might look like and then narrow your searches in the Valencia area based on on, on that set of, of, of priorities where those areas that meet the priorities are um, as you know you reoriented us from where we initially thought we wanted to buy in terms of uh, being maybe further away from town to sort of reorienting us to, to, to being closer in so I would say that would be my number one in a close second, again, knowing what you've gone through with us is just to make sure that uh, you understand uh, all of the cost of moving to Valencia. Another common tip was all about the process and the fact that it differs here from your country. Jonas, Ian, Chris and Melissa talked about this. Hi Graham, Jonas here. I'm not actually a person who's bought with you yet. We haven't completed, which brings me nicely to what I would give as a primary tip is the fact that you can expect to ostensibly exchange contracts within a few days of making your offer, especially with people coming from the UK. As I'm sure you're aware, that can take months from offer, all the legwork's done and then exchange happens just before completion so you're not committed to the purchase as you are here i don't know how that would apply to people coming from other jurisdictions but a quick bit of google research i'm sure would answer that for you but yeah i would put that down as, as the main i certainly surprised my partner i was aware of it but i'd forgotten just how quick it happens So my number one tip is to accept from the word go that everything works a bit differently in Spain to the way it works in your home country. It isn't necessarily better or worse, but it's different. Don't try to fight it and do what you always used to do in the UK or the USA or the Netherlands or wherever. For the vast majority of people buying in Spain for the first time, that means finding a trusted partner who understands the systems here. Hey Graham, Chris here. Um, you asked about uh, what my number one tip would be to someone buying a Valencia property. Um, I'd, I'd have to say after some thought and wordsmithing that that thought is that no matter how much you know about selling and buying property in your home country, it is a fact that Spain does things differently. That's not to say that Spain is better or worse than your home country. It's just that things are different. Um, if you don't take that into consideration, you will have an unpleasant ending. Uh, the way we handled that was to obviously go with a group of people that had lots of good recommendations 
and um, and have them help us through the the labyrinth of, of buying property uh, in Spain. Hey Graham, good to hear from you. Yeah, great question. Happy to share some of our thoughts. It's difficult to pick one top tip, so I have two. And besides being very clear on your needs versus wants for us in our home search in Spain and here in Valencia, we quickly learned two important aspects of selecting property here. One is that you really need to spend time in the barrio or the neighborhoods that you think you might want to live in. Visit them at various times throughout the week and during the day and evenings if you have enough time here to do that so you get a feel for traffic, noises, accessibility, transportation options. Check out what services are easily available around that neighborhood, what might be missing that you will want to access regularly. The second tip and also extremely important is to ensure that you have the registry of the property you want to purchase reviewed before you sign any contract or put down any monies. If you start that due diligence after signing a contract and putting down a deposit, it's too late. For some reason, buyers are often told that everything is in order by agencies here. And when they go ahead and sign a contract and put down a deposit, then they discover that the property was never actually registered properly or that it's registered differently in the multiple registries of property in Spain. And for many people who are securing a mortgage for a property here, this can become very problematic because the property value that the bank gives then will suddenly change and you find yourself needing to come up with another, it depends obviously, 50,000 euros or 100,000 euros in cash uh, versus having that amount on your mortgage. So those are my two top tips if you have any questions about it. Uh, want any more comments, just let me know. Chris also sent us an example about the power of attorney, which we recommended. It made life much easier especially during COVID times. Greg, just thought I'd add and maybe give you an example uh, of what uh, I was talking about in the earlier message. Uh, you, you helped us understand that we needed to basically give power of attorney uh, to a, a lawyer there in Spain, someone who can on our behalf basically do anything buying or selling related with, with a house, which to me coming from the US was kind of a very scary thing. But in hindsight, it's a very nice thing to have. First of all, the guy is absolutely trustworthy and has a process uh, to alleviate any concerns. And second of all, he's able to do things for us when we're not there uh, or things that require uh, someone who can, who can speak Spanish fluently. So that, that's just one, one thing that, that, uh, that you guys recommended uh, to have a, a lawyer who can, who can work on our behalf. Uh, and, and that has really uh, helped speed up our property purchase and reduced our, uh, our pain in, in the process. That is all.
one of the most important aspects that a lot of people talked about was having clarity about what you are looking for because you can't find what you're looking for if you don't know what it is. As the Cheshire Cat said to Alice when she asked which way she wanted to go in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. If you don't know where you want to go, then it doesn't matter which way you start out. However, it's always better to have an idea and the clearer the idea, the easier it is to find. Jana, Pilar, Melissa all talked about it. I think just because Valencia has so much to offer in so many different places where you can live in a variety of places, you just need to kind of figure out your preferences and your ideal place if it should be close to city or if it should be far away from the city if you want some pool with the house or if you just want an apartment or if you want to live by the beach and like then focus your search on that property because Valencia offers like lots of different options mm -hmm. where to live and I think imagining your ideal place where you would like to be in close to what mm -hmm. I think that's like setting the the search criteria mm -hmm. is like the most important thing when you're starting because you can really find everything in Valencia. The number one tip for anyone looking to buy a property in Valencia would be to think like a local, not a tourist. And the reason I'm saying this is that because of the environment and the wonderful things we see that the city has to offer, we might sometimes forget about what our day-to-day -day might look like and what we would need for that day-to-day. -day. So an example for me is I would love to have a flat by the sea, be amazing, but actually what I really need is a place to go and walk. So with that in mind, I can look for a different set of properties. So. Yes, think like a local, not a tourist. One thing you may have noticed throughout these voice notes are the thought that goes into helping others and of course the thought that we put in when helping our clients to find their properties originally. You might also notice that we don't just sell to you and then disappear. We contact our clients and help them out too when required post-sale. Just this morning we've been helping somebody with a car purchase. And they're happy to help us out too, as they've generally had a very good experience. I say generally, not everyone can have the best experience in the world, but we try to make it as good as possible. We'll be sharing more of their tips and advice in the next podcast and through our socials over the next few weeks and months. But, and this is very important, that's it for now. Because this weekend I go on holiday and most of my posts will be from somewhere in Europe as I interrail my way around for the next few weeks. The next podcast will be the first week of September probably and there will be no posts on the blog in August either. We'll continue to upload properties on the main site this month as become available but things will be slow as Valencia property is mostly closed in August just like Valencia is. One last thing of course, our recommended articles this month are listed in the show notes as are the featured properties and a recommended video. 
take a look in the notes and click through to see them. And remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that on information at valencia-property.com. You can direct message me on Twitter at Greyhunt, that's G-R-A-H-U-N-T. You can contact us through our Facebook page, although we prefer you not to. And you can even WhatsApp me, and that's on 657-994311. I might answer your WhatsApp from a train line somewhere in the middle of Europe. We'll see. We look forward to hearing from you anyway, and we look forward to being back in September, refreshed, ready to go, and find you, your perfect property in Valencia. The music in this episode is by Ghost Drones, as usual. Thanks for that. And also, all of the artwork, they're taken with our photos from our trips around Valencia. <laughs>